It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Start of a new era today. John Samuel Shanker will be joining the show every other Thursday for the next few weeks to get us through this chunk of the offseason. We will chat about why he came back, what he expects with this new offense, his interaction with Auburn's newest offensive coordinator, as well as new quarterback, and and all of that. So that is coming up in just a few minutes. But first things first, some news that broke during the Auburn basketball game when Auburn beat Alabama, uh, I guess, two nights ago now, um, that I didn't get to talk about because honestly, it just slipped my mind. I was so jazzed about the outcome of the game and recapping that. But a few minutes into the game... <laughs> Auburn defensive end, edge player, outside linebacker, whatever you want to classify him as, Eku Leota announced that he's coming back, which don't know if it was needed, but glad he did it. Also, semi-funny that he did it during the game. If that was on purpose and he just kind of wanted to get covered up, props to him, whatever, but I thought that was um, interesting. Look, I like Eku Leota. All offseason a year ago, when we were ranking incoming transfer guys, Eculiota was always towards the top of my list, and he kind of was down on a lot of other people's lists because it happened so early, and then other folks were kind of drawn in by, by some of the newer folks, like you're by Darius Knightons and you know, TJ Finley and Demetrius, you know, uh, or Demetrius Robertson, and um, you know, all the things that happened with that. But Eculiota... The return of Eku Leota in 2022 and the return of Derek Hall in 2022 for the Auburn Tigers, we could be talking about now with those two guys returning for another season, arguably the best pass rushing duo in the SEC. Derek Hall led the team. Eku Leota was a key part of Auburn's pass rush down the stretch. And we've talked at length about how Auburn's defense got better week in, and week out, and it kind of peaked at the Iron Bowl when Auburn held Alabama, you know, to its worst scoring output of the season, I believe. I mean, it had to, you know, go into overtime to kind of get into the 20s there. So I think that's a big part of it. And then also a big element that goes along with the success of these two guys we'll find in 2022 is Colby Wooden coming back and Marquise Burke's coming back. And then getting a presence inside like Jason Jones, you know, the transfer from, from Oregon. And there's going to be so much concentration in the interior part of the defensive line and so much depth there that you can't double Derek Call, And you can't double Eculiota. And all of a sudden, I think you're going to see these guys take a big step forward. Because... Think back a year ago, once again, when Eku Leota announced that he would be transferring, he was not a part of spring practice. 
And so this whole system, while it was new to everyone, Equiliota had a lot of other things going on in his life as well in regards to having to adjust and having to adapt to, you know, playing from at Northwestern to, to playing at Auburn. So this is his first real offseason on the Plains. And obviously, I think the whole defense is going to take a big step forward in regards to, okay, they have a, a full year under their belt with this Derek Mason system. So props to these two guys. I just wanted to make sure Eculiota got his moment in the sun with his announcement. And I wanted to chat about that for a second. But seriously, Eculiota, Derek Call, I think you're looking at one of the best pass rushing tandems in the SEC. Hey, before we look ahead to uh, and interview uh, John Samuel Shanker for a few minutes, uh, a few notes, Auburn-related notes I wanted to, to mention. Kobe Hudson, the natural wide receiver himself, has committed to UCF. I saw that on his Instagram page earlier today. What's with these dudes leaving Auburn and going to UCF? I get Gus recruited you, but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't all that bad. And, you know, some people will look at it and say, hey, you know, they, they don't want the accountability. You know, that's why they want Gus. And that may be true. I have no idea. I don't know. But that seems to be the most common thing. But it's just interesting. All of this negative hoopla about Gus, and then folks, you know, when they get the chance to play for him again, they do. And some of it just blows my mind. Like the Joey Gatewood thing blows my mind. Um, that, that he went down there. But yeah, a lot of former Auburn guys continue to go to UCF. Kobe Hudson is the latest. And hey, I like Kobe. I was actually asked about Kobe Hudson for um, the Locked On Gators host, Brandon Olson. We chatted with him on the show last week. And he's like, send me some notes on Kobe. I'm like, okay. And then about 30 minutes later, he announced that he was transferring. It's like, oh, okay. So got it. Well, got the right state, I guess. Um, and then quickly, some Auburn basketball notes. What I'm about to say is going to sound weird, but I'm going to say it. CBS, CBS Sports is uh, Gary Parish does like the daily top 25. He updates it all the time. Auburn, number one team in the country. Auburn basketball, the number one team in college basketball. It's a crazy time we live in, folks. I mean, absolutely crazy time, um, but they deserve it. And with Baylor losing to Texas Tech and Auburn beating a ranked Alabama team, uh, I think that's kind of where you're at. I'm curious to see if Alabama climbs their way back into the rankings throughout the season because they're going to have the strength of schedule as an opportunity to get back into it because um, they wanted to keep them in there. I mean, with four losses, they were still a top 25 team. I'm curious to see how eager the voters will be to put Alabama back in it or did, like I said earlier in the season, Auburn have the opportunity to nuke their season. And maybe that happened. Maybe that happened. That'd be fun. Also, you're starting to see more and more bracketologists kind of put out their early brackets. Auburn right now, a consensus number one seed. Most folks have them as the number two overall seed, which obviously gives you a number one seed. And I was talking about this. I went on a radio show in Dothan yesterday, and they asked me about that and comparing it to this final, the, the final four team from a few seasons ago. And I'm like, well, their, uh, their path, if they go to the final four, you got to think it'll be an easier path than uh, than what they did previously, you know, uh, a few seasons ago with having to battle essentially every blue blood. You got to think as the one seed, the path will be easier. So props to everything this team is doing. All right, coming up in just a moment, John Samuel Shanker joins the show.
Today's show brought to you by NetSuite. Hey, this is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. On your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on outdated products like spreadsheets and you know outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. That is netsuite.com slash locked. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, and joining us now here on the show, tight end John Samuel Shanker. John Samuel, how are you, man? Good. Great to be here. Happy to happy to talk with you today. I'm, I'm excited. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we'll be doing this every other week for the next few weeks, kind of get us through the offseason. So really appreciate you doing that. Absolutely. Cool, man. So, uh... Some of the best news that Auburn fans have heard over the course of this offseason was the news that you're coming back for another season. So what kind of went into that decision? I imagine it was a pretty tough one. Um, what kind of led you to, to doing that? Yeah, well, um, after the bowl game, I assessed um, everything and talked with my parents, prayed about it, and talked with the coaching staff. And, um, you know, I love Auburn. Um, I love what Coach Harson's doing. And I want to give myself the best chance um, with this team and possibly my future. Um, but it was more about these guys and come back to play with for Auburn. Uh, and that was kind of the pool for what I was um, wanting to do. And um, so it, was, it got pretty easy, pretty quick. But at the beginning, it was, it was tough because um, I'm getting married in the summer. So you have to put all that in perspective as sure. well. Right. Um, but she was excited about it. Fiance is good with it. So we're happy to stay in all. Well, that's all that year. matters, right? As long as the fiance is good with it. Yeah, exactly. When, if she's happy, that's, that's all that matters. So, that's awesome. That's it awesome. Was, it was fun to finally get to end of that decision and, uh, ready to go. I mean, 2021 was an awesome year for you. And I mean, you, you could argue you had the best year of an Auburn tight endeavor with, with, uh, receptions and, and yardage. I mean, that's gotta be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about that. Looking in, looking back a year from today, if, if you told me that, I you know I don't know what I would have said. But, sure. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, I didn't really know I had the record until after the game. Um, I knew I was close, but I didn't know yeah. what I needed or anything. Um, so yeah, that was awesome. Uh, it was cool to share that moment with some of my teammates, uh, my family. So it was definitely cool. Hopefully, um, you know, this year we can do do a little bit more and if the records are beaten that'd be great as well but um yeah you know looking for a lot more maybe playing on a game like we did like we saw last night so sure yeah no hopefully uh hopefully you guys are no question about it so that's not something that you kind of keep tabs on going into it like going into the Birmingham Bowl you're like okay I need six catches I need six catches then you're like okay I got four you know I need maybe two more on this drive and then I can do it that's not something that's really going through your mind no, uh, not when you get in the game. No, yeah. uh, there's too much to think about in the game. Um, I think after I caught 
that long, the 41 yarder, um, I had it and, uh, Anders came up to me and, uh, he said he got the ball. And I was like, Oh, I guess, I, I guess I beat a record or something. Cause he said, uh, some of the equipment guys gave him the ball. So, um, yeah, I don't really keep tabs on it. Um, I wasn't really focused on it, yeah. but, uh, you know, looking back, reflecting on the season, that's pretty, pretty cool accomplishment, um, for me. And I was pretty excited about it. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of folks, myself included, think you can uh, you can break them both again next year. It's going to be a different offense with with Austin Davis coming in. Have you interacted with him at all so far? Uh, I'll meet with him today. Okay. Um, he got in yesterday, I believe, because they played Sunday. And uh, so hopefully I'll get to meet him tonight for a team meeting. And uh, for a lot of great things. Very excited that he's here. He's going to be a huge asset for us especially on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah, definitely looking forward to it and growing that relationship. When folks come from the NFL to coach at the college level, is that something that you guys kind of perk up and, and pay attention to? Cause that's kind of the storyline hovering around him is, Oh man, you know, from a recruiting standpoint and from a, you know, it doesn't sound like he's going to be calling plays, but you know, just as far as his approach to the game with his experience being in, in the NFL, that's going to be an attractive thing to uh, to future players. Do you buy into that? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Okay. I, you know, anytime you get a guy from the league, he's been with the, the best in the world. And even if he's not the best coach, he's been with the best players and he sees how the best players do things and how they interact with one another and their daily routines. Um, but I think I think this guy has a lot of knowledge on the game, obviously. I mean, Pete Carroll speaks highly. Russell Wilson, those are two of the best in the world. So, right. I mean, anytime you can work with those two guys and they give that kind of compliment to you, I mean, there's no telling how much knowledge he has and what he can bring to the table for us. And hopefully, um, you know, I think Coach Hart did a great job with it and getting him here. But, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see and pick his brain on things and see what what he brought from the NFL and, um, you know, what he can bring to this offense. Yeah, talking with folks that cover the Seahawks professionally – I mean, this guy just has a ton of respect from everybody that's ever interacted with him. I mean, you can't find a negative thing about this dude in this world where people love to spew negative comments and things. And you can't find anything bad about Austin Davis. So uh, hopefully hopefully you guys have a, have a great relationship and he makes a great impact on this team. But uh, the quarterback situation, how much does it impact what you do based on you know, you, you guys always had to do the change from Bo to Finley after Bo got hurt and, you know, Finley started those last few games. But now it seems like with, with Zach Calzada coming in, um, how does that impact how you prepare for the season? Yeah, it, it's a little different. Um, but, you know, you take it kind of like we did with Bo when TJ got here. Is, yeah. You know, you get reps with both guys because, you know, the season has life of its own. Somebody can get hurt. I mean, we saw that obviously firsthand this year. So, right. um, it would be cool to get to know Calzada. I mean, I already know TJ pretty well. So, that's that's um, pretty much the same territory. But, um, yeah, getting to know him and kind of understand what his little ticks are in the offense and, you know, our timing getting better because you never know what happens mm -hmm. um, in a season. And competition is always good. Um, so, It'll be fun to watch those guys battle it out um, this spring and summer um, to see, you know, who gets the job. And they, may, they both might be playing in the fall. So um, it can be different, but um, it's also fun to, you know, to get two different quarterbacks and two different fields for the game. Have you got a chance to talk to Calzada yet? Have you reached out to him or he reached out to you? 
Uh, not yet. I'll see him tonight, uh, gotcha. hopefully, when he, at the team meeting. But I haven't reached out. Um, I want to let him get settled in and get ready um, for school and all that stuff. We will continue our conversation with John Samuel Shanker in just a moment. I want to tell you guys just for a second about this incredible app. Everyone buys gas. I buy gas. You buy gas. I mean, unless you're in a really interesting situation if you never buy gas. But look, you can save money doing this. Download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE and you can get up to 25 cents per gallon and then an extra 25 cents per gallon for your first fill-up. I mean, you're talking about if you drive a ton, there's, there's folks out there that are saving hundreds of dollars a month by using the free GetUpside app. So download it, use promo code SCORE and start, uh, start saving today. Also, today's show brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online wants to wish you a happy new betting year. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all sports wagering action for 2022. And you can get in on the action today. Just go to betonline.ag, use promo code locked on when you make that first deposit, and you get free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. How, um, you know, as a guy that's been with this team for, for several years now, the transfer portal, is, it's always interesting to get a player's perspective on all of this with, with guys that you've played for for several years. Like, I, I'm sure you and Kobe Hudson had a relationship, and, you know, and, and, and he's in the portal right now, and it sounds like Auburn's pursuing other pass catchers to come in. What is that like for you, with a guy that's kind of been uh, stable and, and a part of this program for, for several seasons? Yeah, I didn't, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the portal. I don't necessarily agree with it. When they did with COVID, you know, they gave us the extra year, and I'm grateful because I took it, obviously. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's coming very independent sport at this point. Um, it's it's really kind of become like the NFL where everybody's kind of a free agent every year. Yeah. I mean, they, nobody really has to fight anymore for a job or, you know, if they, if they don't like what they're doing, they can just leave. And so that, that brings a whole different dynamic to even coaching for the coaches is, you know, you you can't just satisfy your players all the time. You got to coach them. But at the same time, like, if he wants to leave, he has all the rights to just leave. And I think that's really tough when coaches. But um, I think it can also bring instant success if you find the portal the right way mm-hmm. um, and bring in certain guys. I think, you know, you don't have to develop a, a culture as much um, with transfer portal. You just bring in older guys that can play right away and are good players. Um and you saw that in the, in the national championship. There's multiple guys that were portal guys that were on both teams. So right. um, I think it can be very beneficial. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but it, it really can um, help you out with with your upcoming season. When a guy, when a teammate enters the portal, is it talked about in the locker room before he does it, or is it news to you guys too? As soon as you know, it, it's kind of broken, or is it very? Well, I, I had no idea about Kobe. Um, okay until he posted it. Um, but normally you get, you catch wind right before he does it. Um, normally a day or two. Uh, cause you normally okay. hear that he goes up to coach's office or wherever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, normally, you know, sometimes it's family related and we totally understand that, you right. know, if the illness, um, but then sometimes it's just, you know, you can kind of see it coming that the guy's going to transfer. He's not playing and you know, it's, He's just not good for the team as far as like ego and all that stuff for the locker room. So sometimes you can tell and sometimes you know, and then sometimes it's just kind of out of the blue. Yeah. 
Was the Bo Nix news surprising when he decided to go to Oregon or first leave and then eventually go to Oregon? Um, it was for me. Um, really? I just, you know, I have all respect for Bo. He's been my quarterback for three years. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he always, he's a legacy here with his father and right. I guess, you know, that kind of got to him a little bit. Everybody was on him and, and everything. Um, but it was a little bit surprising. I mean, I understand why he did it. Totally understand it. And I'm happy to watch him play next year. But, um, yeah, I wasn't super aware. Um, I knew a few days before he announced it on Instagram and all that. But, right. uh, yeah, not super, super aware. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this time of year, John Samuel, what are you uh, what are you working on as far as, okay, it's not quite time to, to gear up for spring practice or anything like that. So what are you specifically working on right now? Yeah, weight room for sure hit yeah. really, really hard. Um, Cause last year I, I hurt my shoulder in the A&M game and um, I could, after that, I could tell my body just went downhill. I couldn't really work out as much and all that. So okay. trying to get my body back right and healthy um, and get as strong as physically possible for spring ball. And then once we get in the summer, do the same thing. Um, but yeah, not, not a ton of football right now. Um, maybe a little film study um, of other teams or NFL, maybe, um, and then I'll probably run routes a few times a week just to catch the ball and see it in my yeah. hands um, just so I don't lose touch or anything. Um, but mainly weight room and then relax a little bit um, for this time off. Yeah. How's the shoulder feeling now? It's great. Um, back to normal. So it's just a matter of getting my strength back up to where it was and even farther on. Um, but, yeah, it's feeling good. It's uh, It just needed some rest from hitting all the time. So. But it's getting good. It's good. So, how much different is this time of year versus when you were kind of pl- uh, pulling double duty and playing baseball? I imagine you'll be able to recover a lot more since you're not going to be playing another sport. Yeah, that uh, it that's rough. I'm I bet. Be honest. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved every second of it. It was an honor to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's today? The 11th, I think. Right. Um, normally, right for the bowl game. Normally, we play on New Year's the last few years mm-hmm. and by January 4th, I'm swinging a bat. So dang, um, not much break. So I've really enjoyed that. Um, so far, I mean, I'll be supportive of the team. I'll be over there a lot, probably cheering them on and things like that. Um, and coach Thompson has been great with, uh, allowing me to do that. So it will be a lot better, um, as far as recovery on the weekends and things like that, have a little more of a, of a life, I guess. Sure. Right. Um, able to go out to dinner and enjoy Saturdays and Sundays. So, um, that'll be, that'll be new. I'll, it'll probably hurt a few weeks um, of the season once it starts. Yeah. Um, just missing it, but it'll definitely help, um, for my body to recover. You see what Butch has done with, um, like in the outfield, like adding the student section out there. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that. Um, I think Case and Howell called me about it okay. a few weeks ago and told us about um, what they were doing. I think it's a great idea. Brings a little more atmosphere to the stadium, yeah. Um, especially in the SEC. So I think it's awesome. I'm sure. I think that's temporary. I think it'll get something bigger in the future. But yeah, um, right now that's that's definitely a great addition. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Well, man, thank you so much. Looking forward to doing this every few weeks um, here on the show. And uh, yeah, man. Rest up, recovery up, and uh, yeah, we'll talk again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Zach. John Samuel Shanker, what a fun interview. If you guys have questions for John Samuel Shanker, reach out to me, Twitter, 
If you have my number, you can text me. Also, Discord. Join the Locked On Auburn Discord. But hey, thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Now, for your second listen, head over to a show like uh, Locked On SEC. Chris Gordy, I'm sure he'll mention Auburn at some point, maybe. Um, or, you know, if you want to support Lindsey Crosby, our normal Monday guest, uh, Locked On MLB Prospects is up and running. He's doing a good job over there. So, we'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.